welcome to BBB Books, Bevs, and Babes, an irreverent virtual book club with two book-loving brown girls. I'm Shia. And I'm Jenica. Hi, welcome. Hello. Hi, welcome back, everybody. We are um, we are talking about Don't Let Her Stay by Nicola Sanders today. This was our thriller pick that was all over social, social media. media. All yeah, over it. it. Like, was blowing up... <laughs> Over on book talk it was blowing up on bookstagram we were seeing it all over and we're like okay great we're so happy to be doing something that's like relevant and in, yeah and trending in the news <laughs> yeah exactly and also our friend had texted us like weeks ago and was like you have to do this book so yeah everybody... I mean did she say we have to or were we like no, she... oh we were already doing I it th- I think she said this can be your next book or something yeah. like that and you and I, I had already remember. said yes we're gonna do this bucket but she was also Duped. Yeah, so it was in the zeitgeist, <laughs> and we were just like, okay, I think we're going to do this book. So yes. um, let's talk about our drink pairings. Um, my drink is a mocktail that I had a lot when I was pregnant, and it's just sparkling water with um, a dash of a couple dashes of bitters and some lime. And it's um, bitter because that's kind of how I felt about this book. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. Okay, yeah. mine is called Lava and Ice. Um, it's Serrano infused tequila, rum, uh, pomegranate, and lime and pineapple juice. It's very spicy, which I thought, you know, the, well, I think the name is the reason why I chose it. Um, it's just like hot and cold, kind of like yeah. Chloe. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's a good description. Yeah. Not that there was any spice in this, but yeah, because yeah. of Chloe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. So okay. I will get into the synopsis. Please. Yes. Okay. Don't Let Her Stay by Nicola Sanders. Joanne knows how lucky she is. Richard is a wonderful husband. Evie is the most gorgeous baby girl, and they live in a beautiful house. Life couldn't be better. But then, Richard's 20-year-old daughter, Chloe, turns up. Chloe hasn't spoken to her father since the day he married Joanne, two years ago. But with the arrival of her baby sister, Evie, Chloe wants to make peace. Richard is delighted, and since Joanne is struggling with the new baby, he suggests Chloe could move in and help. It sounds like the perfect solution, even if Chloe doesn't seem to like Joanne very much. But Joanne understands it's not easy for her, and she's prepared to give her time. But then things happen that make Joanne feel like she's losing her mind. She misplaces things, she misses important appointments, she gets dates wrong. Could Joanne be going mad just like her mother? Or is this something more sinister happening? Is Chloe really here to help, or has Joanne made a terrible mistake by letting her move in? And is it too late to ask her to leave? Okay, you know what? If I had read the synopsis, I would have been super excited. Yeah, the that synopsis, actually sounds way better. Yeah, the yes. synopsis sounds really good. This is the first time like a synopsis has made me like excited to read a, yeah. one of our books, <laughs> especially in the aftermath. But like, how much how much more disappointed would you have been? If you I, had that, gotten excited, and then... I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, sure, but I'm excited for this, and I really feel yeah. like the synopsis was probably written before the book was written. Yeah, like she had an idea of what it was going to be like, and then when it went to write it out, it ended up being something else. Yeah, I don't know. it was not it. Well, obviously, oh, just from our commentary, 
we were not fans of the no. book at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I had I'm huge sorry, and, and everybody here who's who's listening to this, hopefully you've already read it because there's definitely going to be spoilers. I mean, all of our yeah. podcasts have spoilers, but we're going to just go like straight off the bat. So yeah. like, if you do plan to read this, you know that's on you but <laughs> don't be re- don't be listening to us first <laughs> yeah that's true I uh, okay so just super quick syn- scenario I mean the synopsis kind of said it all yes. but I feel like I was duped bamboozled yeah. and um I don't trust book talk or social like yeah. any Instagram or anything like that anymore <laughs> I'm starting to feel that way. I'm I'm starting to feel like the thing is, didn't this have good reviews on on Goodreads too? Yeah, it has a four point like, zero nine rating. Then what the, is going on? Twenty five thousand ratings. Yeah, I think maybe that we are just I think it's us. Hi. We just have a different it's like me. I'm the problem. Yeah. We're all the, we're the problem yeah. for sure. It's us. <laughs> Taylor said it best. Yes, she did. <laughs> I, I think maybe Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. Is it like, I just, I don't know what our deal is, but I feel like, I don't know, like maybe we've read too much. And yeah. so I think that, that might be it. I think we read too much. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's what it is. I've read, you know, countless thrillers. Actually, I'm reading one right now that I'm like, wow, this is so good. But yeah. I, you know, after years and years of reading, you know, two or three books a week, I am, can still be shocked and say I like this book so much like the current book that I'm reading yeah. right and so I at first I thought this like initially when I finished this book the other day I was like you know what? I think I'm being really hard I think I'm jaded you know all the things but no I'm no I take all that back it's not me yes. I'm not the problem because you're not the problem I'm neither am I <laughs> a fantastic book. just because we have discerning tastes <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean that we're wrong yeah no I'm reading like a fantastic back book that I cannot put down and I it's too bad we're not doing that one for the podcast yeah that I bums know me out. I know I know I actually considered like stopping reading yeah. and then suggesting it but no I I want to finish it okay today well, but all right. yeah I mean this one is I do think that it, it's funny because like initially in the first two chapters I was like oh I've heard this before like you know a newlywed couple couple and there is um a, a child from the previous marriage she's jealous and it's yep. gonna be a pain in the ass I've 100%. heard those yeah I've heard those We've all, all been there yeah yep. all the time and you know like the the mother of the newborn is you know, you're, you're not even thinking straight during that time, you know? And so I definitely was like, this is not an original story, but I, I really feel like the author didn't know what the heck she was doing. Didn't have an outline, didn't plan. What, what didn't we talk about this? Like a couple of episodes ago, like, you know, authors choose like two ways. They put like an outline and they really think about the characters, how they're going to develop. And then others that are just like, Right, going chapter by chapter. Yeah, and she, that, I feel like that's what she did, and yeah. she forgot some of the things that she said in previous chapters. Or, you know, yeah, I, I like, I have no idea what she was thinking if she was heavily drinking or something <laughs> like that. I'm oh sorry, <laughs> that's really mean. But I mean, I, I want to know, like, how? Okay, let me tell you why. Why I thought it was bad. 
Okay. Let me give you the reasons why I thought it was bad because I definitely texted you multiple times during the book. I, I there, there was a 30 with 30% of the way through the book. I texted you and was like, this is where I would have not finished the book. Like mm-hmm. at 30%, this is the point in the book that I would have, if with, if it was not for the podcast, I would have put this book down and been like, absolutely F this. Like, this is not for me. This is really horrible. And I kept feeling that way basically all throughout the book. And so like, for me, I thought, first of all, the writing is bad. Like mm-hmm. I felt like the, the internal narrator of the first person of Joanne like she was kind of a dumb, dumb bee. And like her narration was like everything she was thinking was kind of stupid. Like mm-hmm. it was very, this writing was really simplistic. Her train of thought was very simplistic. I felt like she didn't have a complicated thought in her head. Like mm-hmm. there were no, she didn't think like it felt like the character was completely one dimensional. Like there was no thoughts original thoughts going through her head it was just like she was just like barely react to the situation without thinking ahead without thinking in the past just like like a very one-dimensional this was like this was like the life of a sim you know like there was you could I could not believe that this was a like a, a flesh and blood person and that's what writing is supposed to have me believe like I'm supposed to believe in you I'm supposed to believe this character could be real Joanne was so dumb and like every decision she made was extremely stupid and um and her just like every thought from one thought to the next just was like very stupid so yeah um I hate I hated her and like there were so many points in this book that I was like you have all of these options and yet you're choosing the worst one yeah all you're doing is just letting bad things happen to you and you have no agency and you're just led upon like this horrifying journey of that you could just be like sorry i'm leaving if you want to hang out with your stepdaughter by all means but this isn't working out for me so bye-bye and so i i I told you this this book would have been finished this book the premise of this book would have been this was set in nowadays right when everybody has a smartphone and at any point she could have just kept her phone on record in her pocket and recorded her conversations with her stepdaughter mm-hmm. and then played them back in it at will anytime mm-hmm. you know there were so many you know there's so many scenarios where everything that happened down the line would have been prevented if she just showed one ounce one spark of her like two neurons rubbing themselves together and creating an original thought like it was just so stupid that like she could have just prevented everything by just recording some conversations on her phone yeah i i ended up rooting for chloe because <laughs> Joanne was such a dodo. <laughs> like, She's so stupid. You stupid. <laughs> Could you just you like, deserve everything get that's going to happen to you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like. I understand you're, you could be sleep deprived because you have a four month old, but you also apparently have tons of money. Mm-hmm. So if you have tons of money, why not have an overnight nanny? Those Hi- exist. Hi- yeah, I, hire you know, a private investigator. 100%. <laughs> hire anybody. Yeah. Hire anybody. You know? So, I, so I, it was just very dumb. I Not only that, but I felt like, you know, we talk about character development in our other books a lot. And I felt like there was no development of any no, character. Absolutely <laughs> there not. Some, there were characters, Roxanne, Simon, Shelly, Ben. Like, they were just like blips in the yeah. universe. And it's This is like, like playing why? The Sims. Yeah. It was. It was like playing <laughs> The Sims. Like, there was no... You did not believe in 
anybody as like a real person. Mm-hmm. Like you can't there you I really truly felt like these people are living in a simulation and there is no there are nobody is making any real rational thoughts mm-hmm. or actions. Mm-hmm. They're just it's it was very stupid. And then like I felt like the author was trying to make this book like Verity. Did you feel that yeah. way? Like I felt like this was giving me like she's trying end, to rip yeah. off Verity, especially mm-hmm. at the end. And she was just did a really, you know, piss poor job of that. Like it was just like trying to be like, ooh, very psychological, whatever, whatever. And I was like, no, there's no, the, Chloe is not scary to me. What's scary is how dumb you're being. Like this is, this is the, that's the scary part. So I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to see, okay, the author, this is her second like book <laughs> yeah. and i mean it came wow. out this year in february um yeah. Uh, yeah so maybe it's just like freshman blues i don't i don't know <laughs> i mean is this like a book that she wrote when she was 13 and like no. tried to develop okay well I, like i said i'm sorry to i don't i hope that nicholas sanders is not listening to this because we're not being very nice about your book and no. <laughs> But we That's do because have some we didn't pointers. like it. So. But we do have some pointers. That's not a, is there are no pointers. The pointers are write it, your characters better. Like this was Wait, not. That is a pointer. Make that's, your characters I mean, how can you do smarter. that? <laughs> Make them a little bit smarter. <laughs> yeah, because it's not believable. I, I don't know what everyone else is thinking. This book was not believable because none of the choices came from a person with a brain. Like mm-hmm. it was just, it felt like a bunch of circumstances that were just a bunch of bad circumstances were just happening to somebody who has no agency. Like she had so many options. She wasn't poor. She didn't have her hands tied for any particular reason. At any point she could have just recorded some conversations being like, Hey, this is what she's telling you, but I'm going to, and then I could trap her by saying, having a conversation where she'd be like, Oh, is that what you think that I said? Oh, tell me what you think that I said. And then Mm -hmm. just whipping out your phone and be like, here's what you actually said. All Mm -hmm. of these different conversations. And just in one day you could have solved everything and gotten to the bottom of the, of the issues. Or even if she didn't even want to do that and just to keep, you know, the Richard and Chloe's relationship intact, even if she didn't want to do that, she could have just been like, you know what? I'm going to stay in hotel until Chloe leaves. Bye. Yeah. I'm going to go visit my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's all she had to do. hundred percent. She was just really dumb. And And I don't don't believe anybody's like like this either. No. And then in the (laughs) end, there was such like a switch turn. I think when everybody thought this was going to be like the big reveal, when all of a sudden, Chloe switches a flip and now she's extremely nice and she's trying to save your ass and Richard is the big bad person mm-hmm. and there was like a lot of like me not really believing anything that was going on at that point and just like I just kind of was like rolling with it just like reading through it being like I don't know I'm not really choosing a side I haven't decided if Richard is the is the bad one or Chloe is the bad one at this point everybody is the bad one so I'm just gonna let whatever happen happen <laughs> and then in the end like Richard wasn't the bad one even though like all of the things that she said were true where he like was broke he was pretending he was doing this he was doing that but she like kind of kept some truths in and threw in some lies then in the end like there were more lies from the truth she was telling and like but she was really nice in the end they were living together and having a great time and then the grandma's like no she's evil and then you're like okay don't let her stay oh my gosh i hope there's not like a part two for this book yeah like because i happens never <laughs> would ever read that but anyway the point is that like even though like the big twist in the end was like not great not good and and still confusing and i don't know what did you think 
I, okay, my biggest issue with this book is like for, uh, first of all, it was very short. So I appreciate that because I, like you, like was like, oh God, I have to get through this. But I I felt like there were parts, especially at the beginning, parts in this book that just dragged on forever and forever, forever. And then the end when it's like action packed, it's so fast that there's so many like, well, he's he's doing this, and she like I it was really I, just yes. like you. I kind of like let it happen, but I still don't. I couldn't even tell you what happened because I have no sure. idea. <laughs> Same. I'm glad I, I wasn't the only one because I was like reading through that, being like, this is going really yeah, really yeah. fast paced. You can't really tell what the details are mm-hmm. of what's happening, and you're just like getting through it. And then in the end, you're just kind of confused as to like kind of what went down. In the yeah. end, he gets shot by his clay pigeon shooter yeah. shotgun rifle. <laughs> Yeah, shotgun. By Chloe. And then Chloe just like got off scot-free. Like she didn't Mm -hmm. go into, she didn't go into custody. She didn't get questioned. Like there was nothing. She just like went and moved in with Joanne. That wouldn't happen in America. Maybe that's a British thing. But if you shoot somebody in America, (laughs) you will be getting questioned. Like even if it's in self-defense, you don't just get off Mm -hmm. scot-free. Like Mm -hmm. you go through the system. You don't just go on with life uh, you know apparently she did have to go to a mental facility and stuff like so there were like maybe not records no not after not after she shot richard no no no. no. i'm talking about in the past right with her mom yeah but but wouldn't the police uncover that like oh this has happened in the past like shouldn't they would like what the heck yes (laughs) they would i'm just sitting like the whole book the whole time i was just like what what i don't understand what (laughs) i didn't understand what was going on really either because it didn't really make sense no it didn't make sense at all okay i i don't feel like we have to keep dragging this long no both of you both of us have like a very similar opinion on this so let's just get to the rating if you didn't have to read this book for the podcast would you have not finished this book uh no i uh, no i just feel bad doing stuff like that okay so I would have not no. finished this book. I, I'm proud I to that. proclaim. <laughs> I, I know that. I if I didn't have to read this for the podcast, I would not have read it. Period. Really? Like, yeah. I it's in have. your genre. You don't think you would? It's in my genre, but I wouldn't have read it. Like, but I, it has good ratings. You and you. If you read the synopsis, you wouldn't have chosen to read it. No, because what I do when I look at for, when I choose books, what I always do is uh, where it says readers that also enjoyed this right and so I always look down and I look for specific books that I have enjoyed in the past not like the threes or anything like that and so all of all the um, similar books to this are books that I've read but that are like twos that I rated as twos other people rated higher okay gotcha 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 gotcha. okay all right well then there you go (laughs) there you go that's my method so there Um, is a subset of people who do like this book it just happens to not be me or you. Or me. Yeah, correct. Okay. All right. All let's right. get into the ratings. All right. So for writing, what would you get? Give her. All right. You know what? I don't even know if we have to go. Do we have to go uh, like by category? Do you feel like? I, do you not want to? You don't want to be that harsh. Let's just give her the overall. Go oh, ahead. My, it is harsh. Did you see okay. what I put on Goodreads? No, I didn't. <laughs> So I never ever write the book until after you and I do an episode, yes, right? Because I don't sure. want you to, you know, one of us yeah, finishes of the other, yeah. and you know, I don't want to do. It. I put a negative five. Holy like, shit! I, I wrote zero. <laughs> I, I didn't give it any rating, but then I actually wrote a review, and I don't ever do that. I actually, <laughs> you wrote, wrote a review. Okay, I have to go I back and read that. I actually wrote negative five stars. I Holy want my shit. time back. 
from yeah. this book. <laughs> I reclaim my time. I want my time back. And that's all there is to it. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's that's harsher than me. I would have given yeah. the zero stars. On Goodreads, it's going to be a one because they don't let you give it zero stars. I would, I've read, I think that I disliked that one romance that you finished that I stopped reading. Oh, or, God. I, I can't even that remember more than the this. name of it. Yes, I know. We never remember it. Yeah. We've talked about it before on this podcast. This there, one that you read that I stopped that was like, this book is horrible. I yeah. will never finish this book. <laughs> I think I would write that. I would rate that one worse than this one. So this is a zero. That to me was a negative five. This is a zero. Um, yeah, there was no romance. There was no spice plot overall writing. Sorry. This sorry, is the not worst sorry. book we've read. I would rather read uh, the wolf book. Then read this book. <laughs> Actually, okay, same. Yeah. <laughs> if if this book went by the synopsis, I would have been so much yeah. happier. It could have been yeah. better if it if it had somebody else writing it, I guess, because yeah. it was not it was yeah. not good writing. No, and then, uh, how would you rate your drink? My drink was awesome. I okay. think I said at the beginning of the episode that it. It was spicy, and I love spice, and so I, it's a five out of five. That's the only five and, I will give And my spot. bitter mocktail <laughs> is also a five out of five. I loved that drink. I drank it all throughout my pregnancy. Extremely refreshing. Um, so bitters, sparkling water, splash of lime. When you're abstaining from alcohol, it is the best, most refreshing mocktail, and it's zero calories, and it's like just tons of flavor. So ten, five out of five, 10 out of five for that drink it's very very good but that's the only good part about this episode I guess oh I do want to mention because you're going to put a picture up of the drinks right and so my drink came out with like fire like real fire I had to blow it out so that was cool too so I said five out of five but for presentation I would give it a ten out of five all right. It was so the best part about this book was the pairings of drinks that we put with them all right. Yeah. That works. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, you said that, you, so our friend, our mutual friend, who's also uh, one of our honorary BBBs, um, she read this book first and you finished this book before me and you said you had a conversation that you recorded with mm-hmm. her about this book um, and you told me not to listen to it and that I should only listen to it after I add it to the end of this podcast. So everybody needs yes. to um, listen in. There is going to be a special um a special appearance by uh, our friend Priscilla having a conversation about this book with Jenica. And what I understand is that when, after she read this book, she initially rated it four stars, but then after she discussed it with you, she dropped her rating to three stars. Is that correct? Yes, correct. However, (laughs) three stars is better than us. And so, (laughs) so her, uh, I can't wait for you guys to listen because her, her uh, review is a lot more generous than ours is. And so it's just nice to get a different opinion once in a while. <laughs> yes. And I think, I think honestly, I think honestly that the reason why we are so hard on this book is because of how many books we've read. Like we yes. are voracious, voracious readers. We've consumed so much literature that when we don't like something, we really just don't like it. And mm-hmm. that, that I think this book is very quick to get through there are twists and turns like it because it's short people you know can you can just kind of zip through it and it can be gripping but I think when you are you expect you know after reading lots of stuff you expect a certain level 
of whatever and this just didn't meet it for me or for you Mm -hmm. but yes yeah we both have high expectations now i we uh, you know you have a guitar that you hold a candle to right for your general books i have a specific book that i hold a candle to also and so i'm always like chasing after that feeling after after i read that book so i i feel the same way as you yeah for these like kind of I books. just I yeah <laughs> I don't have like I mean and we read a really good thriller I liked uh, a good lie that was really good and we've recommended it to so many of our friends to read and they've all enjoyed it so like I even though thrillers are not my genre I have read good stuff mm-hmm. so I know like you know I I don't know no, I, I, you know sympathy. what you're talking about. We know hey, what we like. you know what? I, I want to, I'm going to tell you and every, our, our listeners too, because I'm not, we're not going to read this for the podcast. Just read it on your own. I'm reading it right now. Girl Forgotten by the same girl that did Gone A. Girl. Artoria? No, Gone Girl. Jillian Gone girl. Flynn okay, gotcha. or something gotcha, like gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha, Okay, yeah, yeah. Excellent so far. Okay. I'm like okay. 60% through. So read it on okay. your own. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we talk about our next book? So, you know, we always uh, sandwich our thrillers and fantasy with a nice fluffy uh, contemporary romance. So what are we doing? So our next one is, uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of excited for this one because I've heard a lot about it too, but Nora goes off script. It's by Annabelle Monaghan. So excited about that. It came out um, November 2022. Sorry, June 2022. So it's a year old, but I'm excited. I'm excited see how it goes all righty so um everybody listen in everybody listen in um after the closing song because i will put in that um in that little um guest guest appearance with priscilla and jenica right there at the end thank you for listening and happy reading happy reading everybody Hi, everybody. Welcome. And we have a special guest today, our friend Priscilla, who also read Don't Let Her Stay by Nicola Sanders. Um, She and I were texting back and forth um, about the book um, while I was reading it, and she had finished it last week and just really wanted to get her to weigh in on her thoughts. So welcome, Priscilla. Thank you. Happy to be here. (laughs) Uh, We're so excited. Um, So initial first thoughts. Well, man, there's a lot of initial thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed the twists and turns of this book. Uh, We've texted about about a few things with this book. Um, Definitely one of them being uh, the audible recording voice actor for Chloe Mm -hmm. is incredibly annoying so if you were thinking about listening to this book on audible do not not do that (laughs) 
don't do that. I couldn't stand it. And I had to switch over to reading um, solely because I could not stand Chloe's voice. Um, it just goes up like five octaves higher and it's just incredibly irritating. So uh, as far as, you know, the story, we've kind of touched on this that although it was, I thought it was really cool that there were in fact two twists at the end. Um, some of the storylines or characters seem like they didn't end or come to fruition like you would think that they could or would yeah yeah like I felt like they were just throwing it in there for the hell of it and you know when we talked about that about you know what was what, what was the point of this character my initial thought was maybe it was the author trying to distract you and make you think that it's something when it's fact in fact it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, do you think that that could have been at play or do you think it was just like you yeah. were writing on the author's part no no a hundred percent like you know it, you know they, uh, okay so you know we know that joanne's mom is a little loony <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so you know the point of shelly and ben and you know her trying to get back into work because she's bored and things like that yeah sure it does lead you to believe that she is becoming like her mom but my issue was like the follow-up from Shelly if Shelly if Joanne was you know comfortable enough to call up Shelly and be like yo I need a job do you have anything open for me I would think that she views Shelly as a friend and as a friend if you know I know that my previous colleague or you know even acquaintance is kind of like struggling a little bit and you know just had a baby and going through the motions and then as we saw in the book you know Joanne didn't have a sitter for Evie had to keep you know she was distracted during the meetings and things like that and you know ended up like saying I can't take this job if I had a friend that you know, came to me asking for a job, we spent, you know, a couple of meetings together, and then turned out to say, like, yo, this is not for me, I want to follow up with them, like, a week later, just checking in, like, hey, are you okay? (laughs) Do you need any? I would do that, and so I think the difference is that you're a good friend. (laughs) I don't know if Shelly was a good friend to Joanne. (laughs) No, but that's not, it's like, that's what I'm saying, it's not like a good friend thing, even as an acquaintance, I would be like, yo, what's up, you know, like, uh, you were struggling, Uh, is anything getting any any better, or just like a, hey, how are you, like, yeah, Yeah. I wouldn't even do that to an acquaintance, you know, and so I, I know that part kind of bothered me, of course, like, Ben, the other colleague was like, you know, just unbothered by all of this, so I don't, that, he's not the one that I was kind of annoyed about, but like, Shelly was the other character that I thought was just like kind of thrown in and there is Roxanne the cleaner who I don't know is she a teenager is she a young adult like I, I maybe she's a young adult but she also kind of bothered me like you know she just like threw in her two cents here and there like yeah you know I'm cleaning this person's house sometimes I eavesdrop and listen to you know what's going on sometimes I don't and then you know her chumming it up with Chloe like it was weird that was weird (laughs) it was very weird and then you know at first when I was listening to the story I I I took your guys's advice from the podcast to not read the synopsis anymore so now and I've actually pretty much been doing that I don't know anything that I'm reading when I get into it I kind of have like a 
general idea. So I didn't know about like the daughter or anything like that coming in when I started listening to this book. And when in the book, when she starts talking about how she was having her meeting, I think, or like a, a call with Shelly or something like that. And then she felt like someone was watching her. And then you remember Roxanne like goes down the hall or she looks out and she's down the hall and she's like, was she listening? Like, yeah, it was. And I think it's part of the book to make you think like maybe Roxanne's like up to something. I initially thought, oh my gosh, is it Roxanne? Uh, that is like the her and don't let her stay. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't know anything about the book at that point. But uh, yeah, and then I just thought it was weird that she got so like buddy buddy with Chloe immediately and then they start hanging out in her room and like, I don't know, it was just very odd. Her character yeah. seemed odd. Then I thought like when they were hanging out on the bench one time that Joanna went into town, I thought, do they know each other? Are they friends? Are they scheming? What is this? They never yeah. really explained. Exactly. And I wish like we just could have gotten a little bit more about Roxanne. Same thing with Simon. That good for nothing, Simon. What the, what the heck, man? He he also really bothered me. Just being cool with like, you know, obviously Chloe was had ulterior motives, but you know, taking those selfies with him and stuff like that. But then like, then they don't talk again. <laughs> like I, I was really. I know this is like definitely gonna obviously stir the pot between Chloe. I'm sorry, uh, Joanna and Richard. I really wanted to see. Richard's reaction to the photos. Photoshop, yeah. <laughs> Photoshop. If he yeah. would have been like, no, Chloe, you're crazy, or if he would have actually thought that Joanna was like that. Yeah. yeah. Joanna. Sorry, not Joanna. Yeah. I yeah, I understand that was a threat, but I wish that one would have come to fruition. Um, the other thing that bothered me was like, uh, well, there's two things, many things actually, but two things I want to talk about <laughs> was homegirl Joanne just record the conversation I don't know why she did not she had a smartphone she could have just easily put it in her pocket and then recorded easily. any interactions with Chloe I felt like that was really stupid and then the other she, thing was yeah. she should have just left like you know oh, yeah once things were getting really crazy even the first maybe not even really crazy the first inkling that she that you know she had that Chloe was weird around um Evie she should have been like yo bye I'm, I'll I'm gonna stay in an apartment or a hotel and then I'll come back when Chloe is gone yeah call me when she's gone bye. yeah or if my husband is not believing me in anything I'm saying then yo I want I want a divorce <laughs> yep my actions are gonna speak louder at this point yeah so I thought that was that just really bothered me what happened to like you know I'm an independent woman and whatnot, but she's not. Um, so yeah, I was really bothered by that. But um, I, you know, I just felt like this book was kind of like haphazardly written, and I'm <laughs> a little disappointed in our like book talk and TikTok and you know all these friends on oh, social seriously? media that were like, "This is the book of the summer," and I was yeah. like, "No, this is not the book of the summer." And I've read a lot of psychological thriller books, and I am a little jaded, and I have really high expectations. I think. I, like I still think about the silent patient I still remember the plot even though I read it three years ago I still remember and I, I hold like all my books up to that book and Shia you know holds all her fantasy books up to Akatar. so the yes. silent patient yes. is mine and I like this one just I, I read like hundreds of books in between this one is probably the worst one that I've read 
I did not. Yeah, I did not like this at all. And I just like, yeah. And, you know, I am like highly critical and it's very unfair, but there was just like so many flaws that I could not overlook. Well, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm new to this genre. Yeah. So I want to say this is probably the fifth type of psychological thriller that I've read. So initially, when I finished this book last week, I graded it on Goodreads as a four. Mm -hmm. And then as I kept thinking about the story throughout the week, I changed it to a three. So Mm -hmm. I, I definitely feel one thing I will say is that I appreciate when I was reading this book, you know, you start to think about where is this book going? How do you how can I predict that this is going to end? Mm -hmm. And I thought it was going to be one of three outcomes, which was Joanne is actually crazy, like Richard is suggesting that she's a little Delulu, like her mother. Mm-hmm. Two, Chloe is in fact a psycho who's trying to, you know, kill her baby sister and her stepmom out of jealousy. Or three, that Richard's actually the bad guy. So when I get to the end, like you mentioned, it was very fast at the end, picked up the pace super quick. Uh, two out of those three ended up happening. So you, and I didn't expect that. I thought it was only going to be one twist. I knew that there was going to be a twist. I just didn't know which one. And when I got two out of the three, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I wasn't expecting for two twists to happen. So I did appreciate that because I don't think I've read a book where there's been two twists. And mm-hmm. again, I know I'm new to this genre. So for me, I enjoyed that. But as we discussed, there definitely were characters that didn't have much of a follow-up seemed a little pointless um certain things that if joanne just would have like used her brain could have like been an easy quick fix um and you know i i do agree that some of the the writing seemed to be like a little haphazard so yeah okay so you said your overall rating was three right three if i can go in um fractions i maybe like a 2.75 Whoa, 2.75. I know, but for sure, Goodreads, three. Three, okay. Uh, Let me ask you this. Next week, are you going to remember this book? Yeah. Oh, really? I I think so. Um, Because I think it's because it's my first two twists, two twist books. Mm, Okay, interesting. How Mm -hmm. How would you rate this not like um you know a two out of five or anything like that but how would you rate this in the other thrillers that you've read would you rate this like you know top five or I mean I know you haven't read that many but like you know you've read Verity and a couple other ones I did enjoy The Silent Patient as well I enjoyed Verity uh you know a few other of those type of uh mysteries like thrillers I wouldn't say that this was up there. I think it was good, but just like you were saying, book talk bamboozled me. They tricked yeah. me because yeah. I was watched like one video and I said, oh my gosh, this is it. I couldn't go down, read it until 3 a.m. And I sent it to you and Shia and Shia yeah. said, we're covering this book. And I was like, oh my gosh, great. I'm going to get a head start on reading this book. And yeah. everyone on TikTok was saying it was so good. And yeah, I I was a little disappointed compared to what they had to say. But I will give you props because you read this in like a day. 
I, it was not a day for me. It was, I think it, I read it in like three, four days. So okay. Me, that's, 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 that's really good. <laughs> that's quick for me. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like that says something too, because usually in the past, it's taken you a little bit longer to read from the books. <laughs> um, but like, what was the good lie? You like that one, right? I did like the good lie. Mm-hmm. And how long did it take you to read that one? Um, maybe like a week. Okay, that's yeah. actually good too. Okay, so but you like sped through this one, so I think that's really telling. Even though there were like flaws, but maybe the excitement of like all the hype and stuff like that, like really also sold it to you as well. I I think being realistic with my timeline. A big factor was that I drove up to see my sister in Irvine, and it was an hour there and an hour back, and that took a big chunk of of reading with or listening with Audible. Oh yeah, this book was short. It was short, and I had some long drives, so that's mostly why. Okay, well, still, you did a great job reading in three I'm very proud of you. Thank Um, you. Thank you so much for putting your two cents in. Um, and joining us today and I hope you come back next time thanks thanks so much for having me it's I've been waiting for this this is my moment <laughs> this is your moment to shine yeah, All right. I know. we'll talk to you later bye thank you bye